0: blog talk radio all of our listeners welcome to president patriot or puppet on this radio program we discuss current political issues and some not so current depending on the lack of coverage that they may be getting in the mainstream media we do all of this with interaction and intensity not heard on other shows including the visual media Our listeners learn and can even participate if they choose because the issues discussed could affect all of our lives directly. If you have such a comment for any one of us on the show, our call-in number is 1-347-826-7400. Now, moving right along, the American middle class was once the richest middle class in the world. Not anymore, thanks to Obama. We're going to touch on some very cautious and subjective reasons for that, and we hope that you pay close attention. In towns and cities across the nation, our once great middle class is under attack. While the wealthiest Americans are outpacing many of the global peers, a New York Times analyst shows that across the lower and middle incomes tiers, citizens of advanced countries have received considerably larger and more uh, prevalent uh, raises in the in the last decades. After tax, middle class incomes in Canada substantially behind in 2000 now appear to be higher than the United States. The poor in much of the European areas earn more than the poor Americans. Three broad factors appear to be driving much of the weak income performance in the United States. First, educational attainment in the United States has risen far more slowly than in much of the industrialized world over the last three decades, making it harder for the American economy to maintain its share of higher skilled well-paying jobs americans between the ages of fifty five and sixty five have literacy numeracy and technology skills that are above average relative to fifty five and sixty five-year-olds in the rest of the industrialized world according to a recent study by the organization of economic corporation and development an international group Uh, Younger Americans, however, are not keeping pace. Those between 16 and 24 rank near the bottom among the wealthier countries, well behind their counterparts in Canada, Australia, Japan, Scandinavia, and close to those in Italy and Spain. A second factor is that companies in the United States economy distribute a smaller share of their bounty to the middle class and poor than similar companies elsewhere, top executives making substantially more money in the United States than in the other wealthier countries. And because the total bounty produced by the American economy has not been growing substantially faster here in recent decades than in Canada or Western Europe. Most American workers are left receiving meager races. Middle class families in other countries are obviously not without worries, some common around the world and some specific to their countries, and yet still they want to come to America for freedom. Elsewhere in Europe, economic growth has been slower in the last few years than in the United States as the uh, continent has struggled to escape the financial crisis with huge increases in government spending and our tax dollars, of our tax dollars, and plus those worthless dollars being printed by the Fed The Gallup survey conducted between 2006 and 2012 showed the United States and Canada with nearly identical per capita median income and Scandinavia with a higher income. And Tax records collected by Thomas uh, Piketty and other economists suggest that the United States is no... uh, no longer has the highest average income among the bottom 90% of earners. One large European country where income has stagnated over the past 15 years is Germany. According to the list data, uh, policymakers in Germany have taken a series of steps to hold down the cost of exports, including restraining wage growth. Even in Germany, though, the poor have fared better than in the United States, where per capita income has declined between 2000 and 2010 at the 40th 40th percentile, as well as the 30th, 20th, 10th, and 5th. Still, America is being destroyed from within by the Obama plan to destroy our country with which begins like this. The economy is in deep decline. The disappearance of jobs, the annihilation of the middle class, the demonization of business owners, the destruction of small business with uh, onerous regulations and taxes, the overwhelming debt and spending of -of out-of-control government the millions of Americans losing their health insurance and the, the unimaginable increase in dependency through welfare, food stamps, unemployment, disability, and now free health care. Obama's decline in, in, in a, for America isn't due to a mistake. Ignorance or incompetence at the hands of that community organizer up there It's a purposeful, brilliant plan hatched at Columbia University to destroy capitalism, American exceptionalism, and Judeo-Christian values and the American dream. At Columbia University, Obama and classmates blamed America for unfairness, racism, inequality, and lack of social justice. They proudly called themselves socialists, communists, and Marxists even though almost all of them came from wealthy families, or perhaps because of it. They hated the rich and despised business owners. They talked about how the white power structure had to be dismantled, business owners bankrupted, and capitalism destroyed. Everything in their minds was based on social justice, does the guy in a White House come to mind here? How about Obama's hatred of Republicans and refusal to negotiate with Congress? It's clear he thinks he's morally superior to conservatives. That attitude was born at Columbia University as well. A classmate of Obama's at Columbia, Wayne Alien Root, uh, recalled... When a student burst through the doors to our political science class and screamed, the president has been shot. They've assassinated Reagan. All the classmates yelled and hugged and high-fived each other and jumped up and down cheering the death of a Republican. Today, most of those classmates are either in government with Obama or controlling the mainstream media. They talk about modernization and compromise. But always remember, 30 years ago, they cheered for the death of the Republican. But there's more. They were all taught a simple but brilliant plan. Those classmates discussed 24-7. It was their American dream it was called the Cloward Piven after former Columbia Pref, uh, professors Richard Cloward and Francis Piven to bring down America and our capitalist system. They were taught to overwhelm the system with massive spending, entitlements, and debt. They would cause the economy to collapse wipe out the middle class, and bring Americans to their knees begging government to save them. It's the exact plan Obama has been implementing. The centerpiece, of course, is Obamacare. Obamacare isn't about health care. It's about bankrupting the middle class and addicting it to government dependency. It's about redistributing wealth from the middle class and small business to Obama's voters, the poor, and the unions. Its goal is to wipe out the last vestiges of middle-class America, creating a two-class society, the super-rich and the poor, beholden to Obama. Obama learned well its working to perfection. So that explains the plan, but how do you implement it? A key component of the plan involved fooling the voters by calling yourself moderate and a uniter, even though you are a radical Marxist. Columbia taught that you were to never admit what you really believe in. It involved demonizing your opponents, calling them evil, greedy, extreme, radical, and terrorists. Look in the mirror and call your opponents the very things you are. Obama learned well, of course. The Columbian University plan taught to hide your true intentions. In other words, lie, misrepresent, commit fraud anything. So Obamacare is about saving uninsured, as opposed to income redistribution. Government regulations are to protect us from global warming, as opposed to wiping out small business. Amnesty for illegal immigrants is about fairness, as opposed to creating 12 million new Democrat voters. High taxes are to create equality as opposed to starving Obama's political opposition. Obscene spending is always about helping widows and orphans as opposed to bribing Obama's voters. Higher teacher salaries to reward terrible performance are for the kids as opposed to enriching teachers' unions so they can funnel hundreds of millions of dollars to the Democrat politicians. Bailing out GM was to save jobs as opposed to saving bloated auto union pensions. It's always about lying to cover up the Marxist agenda of destroying the middle class, redistributing wealth, and putting big government in control of our every move. Why the lies? Columbia University taught that it's for the greater good, and we know what's best for those people, and the ends will justify the means. Obama learned well. But the key to it all is to boil the frog slowly, Columbia taught that you set the fire low so the frog wouldn't complain. By the time he realized what was happening, he'd be cooked. Well, America, we are being cooked, and it's high time we stop paying attention to what the last and next crisis is or was and pull the curtain back to see the puppeteers before our goose is cooked the smoke and mirrors is why every Obama speech starts and ends with I'm here to save the middle class while his actions are annihilating them he's boiling the frog slowly by the time the middle class realize that they're being cooked and that he's the killer they will have already been dead the root or core of every Obama policy everything Obama does and everything happening in the US economy all started right there at Columbia The entire Obama agenda to overwhelm the system wipe out the middle class bankrupt small business and destroy capitalism was hatched at Columbia Obama may not have attended class there but his puppeteers did, and they learned well. Should Obama be impeached at this moment in time? Well, I certainly think he deserves to be impeached. But what would happen if the Republican-controlled House sent the articles' impeachment to Harry Reid and company in the Senate? Well, certainly nothing at all. They would call the Republicans racist, evil, greedy, extreme Radical and terrorists, let us not forget the teachings of the Cloward Piven at Columbia. Do you see the kids allowed across the border thing for what it really is now? I I want to bring in two of the most brilliant people that I know of, my partners on this radio program. And the first one
1: is Michael Talley. Come in, Mike. Morning, gentlemen. Uh, it's amazing. The little Obama is really a bear at home trying to threaten everybody with the EPA, the IRS. But overseas, Putin makes him look like a little monkey. We've even been threatened by North Korea that they're going to attack the United States with nuclear weapons. And what does the Obama do? Another fundraiser. Maybe around the golf. Maybe he'll go to Martha's Vineyard. I think when Congress goes on the recess, this boy's just going to go crazy. He's going to make all the illegal illegal immigrants, not illegal, children or undocumented children, which is just a joke. You got the M13 gang members coming over. You got terrorists. Seventy-five percent of these children are adults, and as, as David mentioned. They wanted to be able to vote Democratic in the next election. We have to get the point across to these stupid millennials. And please, if you liberal millennials who know nothing are listening, call in. Let's debate it. Show us why you think your uh, liar-in-chief is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Let us know why you campaigned for him, why you voted for him, not knowing what hope and change meant do you listen to his speeches and then do you see what he does actions speak louder than words an old saying but it certainly goes the boy is a coward he won't confront anybody on the world stage he's letting himself be jerked around and made a fool of by even the little countries and yet you go to the israel gaza conflict gaza however you say it i don't really care Every time Israel would give them a ceasefire so they could <clears throat> actually rearm, but so they could take care of their wounded, Gaza breaks the uh, the Palestinians. Whoever it is breaks the ceasefire right away. Yeah. But you hear Obama talking to Netanyahu saying, well, you've got to, for humanitarian reasons, you've got to uh, stop bombing them. Well, like you had said on last week's show, David. If Israel laid down their arms, they'd be destroyed. If the Arabs laid down their arms—Palestinians, PLO, Gaza, whatever you want to call them—they laid down their arms, there'd be peace. Exactly. There's no reason why the United States would come down on the side of Hamas, yeah. and their or quarter look order
0: looks Look at what money that we're sending over there is building the tunnels that they can crawl in over and start killing. Uh, uh the jews in, in Israel they're not building schools and and businesses over there with the money like they uh the ploy was they're they're buying the material to build the tunnels to to wipe out israel and they only use the peace uh agreement to build more tunnels and to get yeah. further advantage they have no intention of doing anything and just other than the statement that, that uh, I revealed on last uh, week's show, which was they, Hamas and all the terrorist organizations, that their pledge is, we love death more than the Jews love life. Of course, they mean Jews are any infidel, anything that's not a, a uh, Muslim, Give us uh, your thoughts on it, uh, Doctor. Well,
2: to address the middle class issue from January 20, 2009, uh, inauguration day of first Obama term, he laid out a strategic agenda to uh, destroy the middle class, as you addressed very well in your introduction. He uh, wanted to raise gas prices as everybody knows. He wanted the EPA to run rampant across the country, which basically dampens people's ability to earn an income and destroys small businesses. It doesn't really affect the large businesses as much as people may think. He also laid out an agenda uh, to bring in more People uh, into the country. Of course, they become democratic voters. So the the border issue, this is all from the first term. This is not even second term stuff right now. He hadn't even established himself on the international stage yet. And we're just talking about domestic issues, how he screwed them up. Then we, we go when there's uh, Israeli problem. He sent $47 million recently in the last week or two to the Palestinians for humanitarian causes. They're not humanitarian causes. As you said, they're going to build more tunnels, bridges, bring in more weapons of destruction. So far, they they claim they've destroyed hundreds and hundreds of tunnels. Right now, 55 Israeli soldiers have died as of, I think, two days ago. I don't know the current account. And so is, Israel is... Uh, friend of america but america is not a friend of israel at this point in time prior to 2008 it was so on the international stage we look like fools uh... the ukrainian sanctions that obama put into place a few days ago against the uh... russians they're not going to go anywhere they only affect a few people and putin knows it and putin is overwhelmingly liked by his people ninety percent approval rating as opposed to obama's most recent one of thirty nine percent so what what you have is a hodgepodge things going on in and around the Obama administration, international policy, really sucks. It's very bad. And on domestic issues, he's the worst president in the history of America uh, to manage our government. And he's not ready for it. If if not looking at race, we're looking at his intellectual capacity to destroy is very pervasive. He's doing a very good job at doing it. It's all preplanned, and it's engenderized, as we all know.
0: Sure, yeah. You know, and each time we talk about uh, you know, all of the, the, the impeachable offenses, yeah. certainly realize that there are so many there we can't even count. It's It happens on a daily basis that uh, uncovering some laws that he's breaking, some laws that he changes. Listen, Congress makes the laws. He is the leader to help enforce the laws, not change them and make them. It's difficult that uh, for me to believe that even the lower informed cannot grasp that. Well, the Constitution says high crimes and misdemeanors are the basis for the serious remedy. Now, the, the founders used that term to mean a, a uh, dereliction of duty and first duty of the president is to enforce our laws, preserve, protect, and defend our Constitution. Now, it's very difficult for me to think that they don't teach any of that any longer in schools. Like we touched on, our school system is lowest of the low. We're in the bit below what used to be third world country status, and, and it's done purposefully. There are a group of progressives that have been dumbing these schools down for the past 100 years. We've got a dumb down person who wants to be president, Jeb Bush. No child left behind. He destroyed the school system here in Florida. The worst thing in the world I could think of would be for the flim man to run for president and, be, and people buy in his rhetoric. This little smile as he went on national television, saying the illegal aliens didn't break any federal crimes, and we should just let them in. You can hear amnesty written all over the, the, the person. Nothing in this world is going to change something that is illegal. I just got through saying, are we... We are supposed to have a president to enforce our laws, not to completely surround us with executive orders that uh, circumvent and sidestep the law. And that is exactly what he is about to do with his executive orders. And we've got a do-nothing Congress, including the rhinos that are in control over there. God forbid we can... Only thank David Bratt for exterminating Eric, Eric Cantor, who, by the way, was in line for job that John Boehner has right now. Oh, yes, I think there are strong Americans out there who are speaking up and who are coming to what we call the rescue, which is a new revolution without the guns, but certainly at the voting what do you think you
1: know, i agree that i agree with everything you're saying you know, the, uh, the republicans are composed of rhinos and those are afraid of being called racist except for trey gowdy somebody like him will go in there and do what he has to do the rest are afraid because that's all the liberals democrats do oh you're racist because you don't like obama he's the first black president we've got to listen to him no we don't i don't care if he's black white pink or purple he is destroying the country. All these illegal immigrants coming over are going to destroy our school systems. They're going to water down everything. They're going to raise our property taxes along with the school taxes, which are ridiculous in the first place. I don't have kids in school. Yet I'm paying a fortune in school taxes. I don't want to do that. You want to send your child to school? Then do it. Pay for it yourself. Illegal immigrants, oh, they and all AOL and the... Um, Visual media show is pictures of, oh, this little baby was just hurt, or this little kid just came across, or he was shot in Gaza by the evil Israelis. Israel is returning fire to where the fire is coming from. Hamas hides in schools, mosques, communities, hospitals. That's why they're getting hit, but the media won't say that. They've got to look at Israel, and Israel is the big bad person on the block. Hey, if Israel. When at peace and they lay down their weapons, they'd be destroyed. I'm not doing that. If i got a, a, a group of people that wants to destroy me, I'm not putting my gun down and say, come on in and do it. I'm saying, come on in at the threat of your own life. It's very simple.
2: The, the population in over 100 cities have protested illegals coming in. They were coming in on buses. The uh administration switched strategy and bringing them in on vans now. And vans are the way to go because people are not identifying the vans with illegals in the sense that we would think. The Indiana governor just the other day said uh, he didn't even know illegals were coming into his state and he made a protest. Uh, to Washington through his representatives there, but this is a this is a deeper problem as you mentioned in Pennsylvania. It's horrible school taxes, and they will just go north as more illegals are introduced around the city. But I would tell you this: Philadelphia is welcoming them. I think Pittsburgh as well. My daughter lives out in Pittsburgh right now, so I think some of the larger cities are going to set aside some funds uh... to bring the illegals in to enable them. But the funding may not be coming out of Washington, so the local people will be stressed to pay the money, as you mentioned, for health bills, education, and basic uh, necessities. And that's what we're seeing around the country. Some interesting observation, they've been giving EBT cards, these electronic benefit transfer cards, the illegals, and being told to go to Walmart, Kmart, Sears, whatever, and buy whatever you need. And that's alarming when the the rest of us are struggling to pay just a phone bill or things like that. They're being uh, important with money. The other thing is, it was up on George, that if you harbor up to six illegals in your home, you can get up to $7,000 a month for keeping them there. $7,000 a month. Think about that. Uh, That is a draw for uh, many people to bring illegals into their home, use their homes as a hostel or a minor hotel, if you will. So... Obama administration is going through the back door and trying to soothe uh, some of the communities with cash, direct cash outlays to them, and uh, that's going to go on, and it's going to be very acceptable to many people. So you ha- you have that 50 percent of the country who's gra- grabbing money from the government, and they're going to continue to do it, and they're going to continue to support Obama. It makes
1: a no logical sense when the money's still flowing. What do you think? Well, you're right about guess- Philadelphia. Philadelphia is a black city. Yeah, uh, I don't care if it's politically correct or not. Like a black mayor who's an idiot who's a liberal, socialist. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're going to do whatever they can to support a black theoretically president.
2: Yeah, but a black president.
1: And you got the Catholic religion, which I am Catholic. It disturbs me that they're doing that. They're helping these people come yeah. across the border, helping them get situated, helping them, taking care of them. Yeah. Not what I want the Catholic religion to do is not what I want the Pope to do. All the Pope is doing is chasing Catholics away from the religion. Sure. He wants income redistribution. He wants us to, the United States to accept all these illegal immigrants. He is not a political figure. He should go back and try to get people into the church, not scare them away, because I was very supportive. I'm not now. I don't like the way he's talking. Yeah.
0: you made the statement that you supported him. You know, it, it's just exactly the same venue when the first black president ran. They all... Oh, we got a black president. Let's give him a chance. Uh, hope and change, yeah, let's hope and change. We didn't give a crap about what the hope and change was and look at what we got, you know. And I, I was the same skeptic at, the, at that point as the the person called Glenn Beck was. I, no one proved anything. They didn't vet him, et cetera. Now we've got a pope who is from one of the
2: uh, South American country.
0: Well, not not a Will. third world a a, uh, a a country where they certainly do not realize what um, America is the greatest uh, experiment that's being destroyed within, but now they're going to defend something. I hope is defending all humanitarian. I. I see that same vindictive thing that I just spoke about in Colombia, And it's, you know, you come out first with that humanitarian thing. Look at uh, uh, how could we possibly take in all of the homeless of the world and just, just to get a smile on somebody else's face. I'm sick of it. I don't care how many times you tell me it's a small child. Or it's a this or that. They're being run across the borders. They've been raped. They've been uh, sold. Uh, it's it's a complete forest. the they, The drug cartel is behind all of that movement and trying to get open borders. Obama wants open borders because he wants the middle class destroyed. He wants an upper echelon class and the complete serpitude, if you will, the the poorest of the bottom poor. He wants to destroy this country, and he can do it with words because those words people take and they move and they say, oh, yes, it's humanitarian. I, I still see this Jeb Bush up on national television with his little smile and saying they broke the law, but it wasn't a federal law. Let's give them a break. I'm sick of it. It's, it's called law breaking. If you steal a car and you get away from, get away with it for 10 years and because you didn't break anymore, do you think they're going to say, oh, well, let's, let's give him amnesty? No, they're going to put your ass in jail. Like Legal, illegal is the word. Look at Nancy Pelosi. Her stupid <clears throat> ass is standing up saying, Hamas is a humanitarian organization. This is the same woman that, remember, had to pass a bill before uh, to read what's in it. I'm telling you, we've got a stupid bunch of people, and we got very intelligent people who are wanting to destroy this country.
1: Well, so the Obama is just uh, a—he's a figurehead. He reads what's on the teleprompter. He gives a speech and they're all the same. He jokes around. He thinks he's a world-class comedian. He blames the Republicans. He's still blaming Bush. I mean, cut me a freaking break. And he never says anything. He gets on there and he thinks he's such a good orator, just like when he was running. Well, if I'm president, the whole world's going to love us. Well, didn't work out that way. I'm for the middle class. Well, didn't work out that way. I mean, I could go on and on, but. He's a miscreant who was cast and fortunately for the Democrats he's black. That's what they wanted. They didn't care who he was. They need somebody that can speak well no matter what he says and somebody that's black. Yeah. The and Pope they got both d- and they got an idiot to boot. Yeah.
2: The just, just the Pope issue, he uh worked among the poor in Argentina. He doesn't have a concept that people have to make money to contribute to charity to pay it to help the poor. They don't understand the business cycle of the popes. They just say throw the money in their way, help these people out, don't be uh don't withhold care from them, their children. And that was the whole idea with Obama as well. Obama says if we bring children and make them the face of the of these illegal immigrants the public will open their arms and accept these people into America. Well, they're wrong. That was a wrong policy. A lot of people are protesting. And charity starts at home. It always starts at home. Send these people back. Anybody in Central America that's putting a five-year-old on top of a train has should be persecuted uh, to the nth degree. As far as I'm concerned, but they don't care. In, in the, uh, Central America, they're just sending the children up here. figuring if the kids are up here, then the follow-up will be the family. Uh, the whole family will come up. So, it, it's, a, it's a real tragedy. It was started by Obama in 2012 by an executive order that if middle-class, uh, if, if people from Middle um, America come here and get on our uh... soil, they can stay here. And that's what this newest executive order he's working on may actually uh, give amnesty to five million people as as we've heard, uh that'll probably come around uh Labor Day or later. So we have a real catastrophe on our hands and the president is goading the Republicans to impeach him before the election to hope garner support for the Democrats uh at that point. What do you guys think?
0: Yeah, the idea of him being it. impeached is not going to happen before we get the Senate. I think that it's a dubious game that the Rhinos are in bed with, uh, yeah. uh, it's just, it's just pol- politics as usual, and I'm telling you, it's not going to hold well yeah. uh, with a, uh, a Republican cycle that should be doing well right now because we have such crap uh, t- taking place every day because of Obama. Here. We're learning about the IRS. We're learning about all of the things that are going on and we uh, daily, but yet we don't have a Republican incentive to take advantage of that and show the American people what should be done. I don't think there is there are clear Republicans out there. If we don't have a bunch of trade gaddies and I hope that this David Bratt that took over for... Eric Cantor, I hope he turns into a a uh, Trey Gowdy. We need that kind of representation we We have to take this country back from political
1: heat. Well, it's the same thing happening now with impeachment that happened to uh, Judge Roberts on Obamacare. This boy fell off the cliff all of a sudden. Yeah. he was blackmailed he was threatened. i don't know what it was, and we'll never find out. He was not going to vote the way he voted. Yeah. Same with the rhinos. The, the Democrats are pushing impeachment to yeah. raise money. This is a campaign trick, and like you're indicating, the rhinos yeah. are supporting that because yeah. they don't they don't want him impeached. They don't want their job disturbed, yeah. but they want to make a showing for the idiots in the crowd that will vote for them because yeah. oh, he wants Obama impeached. He must be good. No, David, you got you nailed it. Can't impeach him before we take over the Senate. Reed's never gonna let it be taken. Reed is Reed is a idiot's the best word I can think of. It's being kind to him. Reed, Pelosi, uh, Sheila Lee, whatever her last name is, uh, Deborah Wasserman Schultz, these people look like they're all on drugs. It's another reason that Obama and Holder want to legalize drugs. They can feed their constituents. They like the idea of dumbing down the country. And Colorado was going to be a great experiment to see how it does not work yeah. you can't have somebody smoke marijuana and then go on to a job driving a truck or yeah. running a machine, I know of a company down south that did that yeah. they had a drug testing program, they never enforced it, yeah. the guy got killed on a two man machine, the guy got killed in the machine there's two men for a reason they eventually found out that the other person was on drugs yeah. And make
0: things so perfect. To make thing, things so perfect, it fits in very cleverly. That cloward Piven uh, strategy, yeah. which is to devalue your opponent, make them come out and, and and say, you know, that they're evil, they're greedy, they're racist, they're extremists, they're radicals, they're terrorists. That changes the subject. You can get people's attention away from what you don't want them to be thinking about. I mean, come on, how can this country, and let's go back just to Nancy Pelosi. Well, we have signed the into law before we can read it. We have got a bunch of stupid people. There should have been more outrage over that than I can think of about anything. I mean, that's just brain cell number one. And then you add to it all of the other stuff. Yeah. Well, Benghazi, well, that was a long time ago. Now, let's talk about the next crisis, you know? Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. They bait and switch. They throw things, cover over it. Don't look at the guy behind the curtain. Just listen to what I have to say. We're going to be hoping change. Just like uh, uh, we, we talk about on every show, to to regulate people out of business. I mean, that was Obama's campaign speech. Well, we'll regulate the coal industry out of business, that's all. He said that. Now, that is the truth. He That is part of this Howard Ivan strategy to yeah. destroy America. Tell the middle class you're for them when, in fact, you're the biggest demon that they ever thought could ever take place it's, it's terrible it's a strategy that's working
2: yeah, M- mike made a very good point about judge roberts roberts uh... june 28th 2012 came out with his uh... Siding with the liberals on the court and his uh... the essence of his judgment i put in the book obamacare dead on arrival it's twisted it's distorted and he may have been influenced from the back door by uh the obama riots in there they may have something on them i don't know as as for the uh, senate and the house the, the house has no cojones as you mentioned in the introduction and they, they're acting like lame ducks down there they're not doing a thing they're not in, inhibiting the president they should be shouting from the hilltops. they should be calling for people in mass to come to washington dc to, to surround the white house and let the white house know that people are dissatisfied with what's going on, as for Philadelphia, as Mike said, yeah, the, the the blacks there are accepting uh, the illegals, but in Chicago they were protesting, and that the uh, the blacks were saying that they're putting the illegals before them. Not that they're not getting tons of entitlements themselves, but they want more. One more point: Walmart. Oh, we go to Walmart locally here. You see, I, in the last week, I saw uh, two or three uh, Afro-American, extracted type people come out with full shopping carts. Of redundant kinds of things in their in their carts, paying by these EBT cards. It, maybe they're reselling them in their communities. I don't know what, where the money is coming from, but I can imagine uh, uh, Maryland has something to do with it, The federal government to buy these things for these people. We are being abused. And whatever is left of the middle class, it's been so abused. We don't know what direction to go in. My son established a uh, bar restaurant. He's a college uh, grad, business degree. He pays about 25 to 30 percent of all his money in taxes and fees to maintain that business here in maryland and basically it eats up all his profits so are uh, you right they're trying to destroy the middle class they're trying to destroy uh, small businesses and you guys are right on point in both cases
1: business taxes are terrible i mean no yeah. matter what you do yeah. and everybody's afraid of the irs especially now since they're going after conservatives yeah i'm surprised we haven't heard about them yet yeah. because of our conversations yeah. But the taxes are ridiculous. And they'll go back, even though they lost the lowest earners in the IRS's and EPA's emails, they don't lose ours. You have a problem. They can certainly go back and find it. If not, it's backed up 15 yeah. times. So an interesting article of uh, the town of Medina, Washington. Uh, the Obama wanted to go there, and they told him, he said, you can come, but we're not going to pay for your special police force, we're not stopping all the traffic. We're not closing our little town down because you want to come yeah. and and you know talk against Republicans and against Bush and not say anything but try to fundraise. I think that's going to be happening more and more. As people learn, he's going to be rejected more and more. But he doesn't care. Yeah. court comes down, he doesn't do what the courts say. And David is absolutely right. The president is there to enforce laws, not to pick and choose. Not to say, Oh, Doma, I'm not gonna enforce that. And oh illegal immigration, I'm not gonna enforce that. But yeah, I want the gays to be tried treated properly in business. Don't give them a hard time.
0: You know, <laughs> I, I I'm surprised and I, I really am that governors of states don't go in and say, Listen, we're not going that this our, our state does not believe in federal demonstration of the lack of understanding of our Constitution. Now, I'm telling you, that is where the balance of power should be rebalanced, is these governors ought to get together. There's 32 states that went together and said, okay, we're we're not going to be accepting the Obamacare thing. This is a stepping stone because states have got the right to reject and there is a a great uh, a bunch of information out there on that, and I've really been uh searching it and it's it's something that is so amazing it's there for those governors. They could be utilizing that every once in a while you see one of them speak up uh the uh, Rick Perry in in Texas there. he should have said, listen, we will take all of our uh, servicemen that we have on active duty, and those who are waiting around for you to call them, Mr. President, we're going to subtract them from the services, and we're going to uh, close our borders. Now, he could have actually done that. I can't imagine him sitting back like a flower, please send us a 1,000 troops. We've got the militia that is heading that direction with 3,000 volunteers. And we've got people in these groups that uh, I'm involved with with LinkedIn that are cursing and saying they don't have any insurance and they don't have any rights to go down there and they shouldn't uh, uh, go down to try to interpret the laws. They don't. They, they fail to uh, to mention that the laws are already being broken by the the liar in chief We have got to take this country back i'm telling you it, it's the the uh, uh, clavin Bundy thing over there when all of all of the thousand people showed up to help him was a demonstration of what might be in our future because we have a Fire in chief who wants to destroy our country. For my purposes, I'm going to say our country, and that it is not his. I believe. Now, this is. I don't need to go into the the, the sheets of, of glory of because he's not an American descent. And the other, I don't believe he is. Okay, end of story. He was born elsewhere. He has Muslim. Uh, uh, ties. He, he's gone down in every piece of literature he's ever written saying he would support those Muslims. And all he's done, in so far as I'm concerned, is prove he is a Muslim and a Muslim supporter. Yeah. He's destroyed our relationship with our biggest ally, Israel, because he is a Muslim. Now, you defendant to defend
1: him or you want to enact him? Well, you can tell that's the truth by the way he's always, always putting Israel down, always blaming Israel, always telling Israel to have a ceasefire to come to the table. This guy is so transparent, only the stupidest liberal Democrat could believe what he's saying. Look at what he's done. He's a pansy on the world stage, as mentioned before. He is against Israel. He got Pelosi coming out saying, well, those tunnels are okay, you know, you just have to live with that kind of a thing. No, you don't. It's like Clinton coming out and saying, well, what difference does it make now anyway? Yeah. We got stupid, stupid people making these irrational, ridiculous, asinine comments, yeah. and the, and these people believe it. It just it boggles my mind. Look That's at
0: what, what, Ra- what Paul Ryan stood up and said, that... Uh, You know, he was the judge and jury in stating that the executive order by Obama wouldn't meet the definition of high crimes and misdemeanors. Now, he's supposed to be a Republican. Do you (laughs) see what I'm talking about here? It's blatantly stupid. It's put out there. He's either a guy on the take. He has no concern at all for our country. And for him to make that statement is just overwhelming just over now, you
1: mentioned the governor's biden went out there and asked all the governors to get together and support obama and and biden i mean if you got to send biden out on a it sure it's a lost cause
0: can you imagine that retard alzheimer patient going and giving anybody advice and for him, to sit all I all I can remember about him really is when he was sitting up there with his arms crossed, saying, "That's not true. That's not true." When he in the debates when uh, the last election w- w- was held, and he is a complete joke. Joe Biden, the joke, ought to be his name.
2: Yeah, I'll tell to there now, donating one
0: hundred
1: eleven thousand dollars to her own campaign. Yeah. She's a social worker. Where does she get that kind of money? Nobody asks those questions, though. I want to know. This woman can't spend $9 a month for her own birth control, but can donate 111000 to her campaign. Yeah. And nobody thinks that's strange? <laughs> First of all, I've seen her. She don't need birth control. She got it all over her face. <laughs>
0: You
2: yeah, got birth control over <laughs> Nature gave her birth control. <laughs> Natural birth control. Very good. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> That's for sure. A lot of girls have that. She's <laughs> you not know, the only one. Uh, for Gaza Strip, for Gaza, just to, for the audience. Gaza is only 25 miles long. In 1994, Israel gave a certain amount of autonomy to the Palestinians living there. Instead of building more farms and, and improving the landscape and bringing greenhouses and schools and things like that, they brought in missile emplacements from that point on and there's been a fight there. So the, basically, the Hamas and the Palestinians have a root area, an area to go uh shoot closer to Tel Aviv than they had before. That's what they used it for. And that's what they continue to use it for. And now, they're placing bomb and, and missile emplacements into schools, hospitals, nursing homes, uh, where people congregate and so forth. And then Israel comes in to bomb those areas or to clean them out. And then the kids are dying, unfortunately. There's a lot of collateral damage going on. Most of it's probably from the Palestinians blowing themselves up with misplaced missiles. But in, in any event, the world stage... Is skewed away from Israel towards the Palestinians, and you know the rest. The, the reports are that Israel started this. Israel did that, when in, in fact the Hamas did it. And that's what's happening at the UN, that's what people believe, and that's what all these protests around the world are about. That the Jews are bad, and anti-Semitism is on the rise, especially in Paris, London, and in this country as well. And the, being a Jew, I see it more than most people.
0: It sickens my heart. It really sickens my heart, not just the fact that that's an error. The fact that we have Americans that are standing up there in the mainstream media sticking their fingers in the eyes of probably what I consider the most respected man in in the world right now is uh, Netanyahu. Who's, who's got about an 80 or 85% uh, uh, approval rating in Israel right now, I, I cannot believe that we have Americans standing up there that are paid by the George Soros and companies uh, that uh, I spoke of, uh, actually earlier, all of them came from that uh, Columbia University and studying the Biden, uh scenario. Each one of them hate this country, they hate uh, the only real ally that we have. Now, no one in the world trusts America. No one. I don't Not trust a
1: single solitary soul. I don't believe or trust anything the government does. Anything. You got Obama, the liar-in-chief, makes a speech at the end of Ramadan, inviting Ramadan participants to the White House. Yeah. And then he thanks all the Muslims for building the very fabric of our nation. Yes. Muslims have done nothing. Yeah. I can't remember what they've done. If anybody remembers, you know, you call and you got the number. But yet our Muslim in chief is out there saying, oh, we owe them such a great debt for what they've done for the world. Are you kidding me? The Not what they've done for the
2: world, world, what they did to the world.
1: Yeah, <laughs> bringing down <laughs> some towers, culture. how about that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, yeah. if you listen to some people, that never happened.
0: Oh, I mean, absolutely! No, it was, uh, it was George Bush who, who, <laughs> who uh, hired somebody to fly into the towers. I'm telling you, there that uh, that mentality that I opened with about how they are trying to destroy this country from within is, is true words, just like that. And so, you can get people. To simply buy into something, yeah. if you say it long enough, yeah. and then you have the, uh, the the Hillary Clintons out there that says, "What difference does it make?" That's a long time ago, yeah. and they will buy into that phraseology as well. Yeah. This is where nothing is going to get by us. We are going to bring it to the awareness of the public, and they are going to hear the truth. It's never going to be sidestepped. I'm proud of everything that we do here. I can't imagine people not understanding the truth when it's being said and backed up by the factual truth and not just Joe Biden, that's not true, that's not true, and just leaving it at that. Alzheimer. No. Hildebeest
1: yeah. come out and uh, says defending Hamas, saying yeah, they're Israel uh, Israel didn't shoot all the missiles that killed all the kids. It could have been Hamas, but they're such an our country they couldn't help it. Yeah. And this is and it, it amazes because the Hildebeest is supporting yeah. the liar in chief because they've got an agreement. She, her and Bill were going to support him during the election. He was going to round around and support her because she's got to win in 2016. He's supporting Elizabeth Warren. How stupid is she? We don't need somebody that can't see the very basic of what's going on as President of the United States. We already got one. We don't need two.
2: He threw Hillary under the bus. It's funny. <laughs> as soon as she left, she was not the friend anymore. They had a back deal. Uh, when she gave up her voters, so Obama could get in, they met one day in in private somewhere, and they said, yeah, "I'll make you Secretary of State," which is what happened. And then look what look at the most ineffective Secretary of State that I could think in recent times was put into the White House. And we all know uh, so what difference does it make that that statement's going to ring through history for a long time.
1: Well, well what that about is the good, one when
0: she a, she phone being shot at? Remember getting off the the helicopter? Oh yeah. she- that she was being shot at when, when her husband was president, <laughs> you know, when they
1: were—it's
0: incredible. There's so many uh-ohs uh, and gotcha moments with that pathetic person. I do not understand. E- even low-informed in- people uh, who they—they they will say, we, "We just want a woman president." Uh, that's basically it. So, so don't tell me anything else about her. That those are going to be their Just like the 98% of the blacks who voted for a person because he was black. Colin Powell coming to mind, oh, I want to strip him of whatever. I had such deep respect. It is absolutely the truth. People voted because he was black. Women especially got out there and said, oh, we need a black president. He's got hope and change. And yes, we won't hope and change. We don't have to tell a president to buy into it. Uh, it's, this whole analogy is so, it, it's just so scummy. How people can accept it, I don't know. Well, I think
1: they've got to start paying attention to North Korea saying that they're going to nuke the United States. You don't yeah. hear that anywhere. I think it's time somebody started paying attention, listening that, you know, that yeah. this Obama, nobody is afraid of him. All we're exactly. doing is emboldening our enemies.
0: Yeah, we're coming down to the wire, guys. Yeah. God, I love both of you. We have the greatest conversations, and I... am can... Thursday. Dear President Obama. Bye-bye. We, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. The greatest treasure is free.